it's us, Nick and Keeks, those blogger podcasters that you love so much with all of your hearts. We have big, big news. We're back. We're back, baby. Took a week. That's it. That's all the news we have. Welcome to episode 21 of Here's a Podcast. Are you happy now? Happy hen for the lazy. For the three of you who are paying close attention, you skipped episode 20. Well, we didn't actually skip it, but we did redact it. We've redacted episode 20. It wasn't fit. It wasn't fit. And do you want to know why? Cue it. 20th episode. Thanks for coming on this ride with us. It's our 20th episode. Thanks for coming on this ride with us. Pick a fucking melody and stick with it, for the love of God. Next time I will. That's why. Yeah. It was our first and last musical episode. It went terribly. We used to be musicians. We used to be musicians. So we used the power granted to us by God, by him. Him. And we redacted it. No further questions. Anywho, you know the deal. We're about to cover all the news you could ever hope for. We're going to make your conversations better, your dates longer, your bathroom breaks breezier. But we're not just covering the normal shit. We're not the mainstream media. No, no, no. We're the small stream media. That one in your backyard. You used to go fishing with your dad. Absolutely. Like you could drink. You would drink from our small stream. It's yeah. very pure water. Glacier water. Glacier water. It's it's been flowing off into the smaller streams. We actually provide Poland Spring. We do with the imagery we they do. use on their bottles. You don't want the main. You want to drink from the mainstreams because that's where the copper mines. They dump all their shit. They put all their, their bad shit in the in the in the mainstream, and then the deer drink it and they die in the stream. Then you're drinking downriver. And you're drinking up the bad stuff. Also, if you don't think that the government controls us with fluoride that they're putting in our drinking water and our reservoirs and our rivers, then you are uninformed. No, I wouldn't want. I would not want to speak to you. No, I wouldn't, and I won't. No, and I won't. So that's uh, it's industry 101. Wait for our TED talk on industry. Yeah, thank you. We'll see you at the TED the TEDx conference. the TEDx conference, please. Uh, let's go to our live audience. What's up, dude? It's Sam Golden. It's Sam Golden. Sam Golden, welcome to Here's Podcast. Are you happy now? How are you tonight? Oh my God, I'm so I'm so happy now. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Finally, a positive. <laughs> way to stay on brand. It's, it's insane that someone. You know, it's, things in our 21st episode are already already looking up. It's like our 21st you're, birthday. You're really interrupting my game of Fortnite, though. That's uh, fine. We're sponsored by Fortnite, so you you owe us. That's true. We oh, actually know what's going to happen next in Fortnite. We do. Yeah. The uh, comet tilt the tilted towers. The comet. Watch out. Oh, the comet. Watch oh, out. Man, I can't wait. Why are there zombies in the loading screen? We'll talk about that. Yeah, later. we'll talk about that later. Anyway, Sam, uh, we know you love Fortnite, but do you love the news? I love the news. That's awesome. What do you think the theme has been from the news this past week? Oh gosh, um, I lied. I don't love the news. Um, Lying. I, danger. 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 Wow, Sam. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. You know, what Sam doesn't know is that in some circles we've been known as the Danger Boys. We, Yeah, I mean, that's kind of our, that's our thing. If anyone else right. out there, for the record, is named the Danger Boys, you fucking stole that from us. Yeah, come to us. We we made that our name. Welcome to our dojo, It's Dan- also Danger Boys. It's, we're the Danger Boys and also our band and rock band, which is a real yeah. band, is called the Danger Boys. So you heard it from Sam Golden first. Welcome to the theme of the week. It is Danger. danger. Let's jump into it. This one goes perfectly with it. Keegan, it 200 million eggs this week had salmonella. What'd you do about it? I, I'll i be honest. I uh, did not, I didn't even check to see if they were bad. So you got a whole thing of eggs in there. You didn't whole even look. Whole thing. Uh, yeah, I've had, since the since the eggs had have been recalled, I've eaten 20, 
24 eggs wow. from, from cartons. I've eaten a lot. I eat a lot of eggs. So that's the thing is either I, one, I rely on them so much for my diet. Right. Like I eat eggs basically every day. It's true. For those of you who haven't seen Keegan, and we talk about this a lot, he's very big. Very big. So you need to you hear that voice crack, by the way? Not great. <laughs> he's very big. So the amount of food that a normal person needs, he needs double. I need double it. So you have to have filler that's, foods. That's just science. Right. Like eggs. Like eggs. And, my, and I'll say that my cholesterol is great. Is it really? Yeah, my cholesterol is great. Mine so, actually wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. What, what do you mean, really? Were you surprised at that? No, I just mean, like, mine isn't so good. Really? And look at me. Well, you should clean up. You need to clean up your diet. I do need to clean up my life. Don't even say diet. <laughs> just don't stop at diet. Clean up life. Here's my question, though. Like, yeah. is it because eggs are such a staple? Yeah. That's why you don't eat them? Yeah. Because, like, for me, look, like, there's this whole E. coli thing going on mm. with romaine Different. lettuce. Different. How is it different though? Like I still eat romaine lettuce at every yeah, salad. Yeah, well, see that's the to. thing is, is, so I buy eggs every time I go to the grocery store, and I recently have been trying to get into more romaine lettuce. But here's the difference between them: E. coli, very dangerous. Salmonella, I'm pretty sure is made up. Yeah, I actually I'm, would agree with that. I'm pretty sure people who get salmonella are just like at the stomach flu, like mm. like legitimately. I believe that that is just a myth made up by parents to stop kids from eating raw cookie dough and getting turtles yes <laughs> that was always that was, I was about to say my mom I fucking love turtles as a kid especially I, wait like, do turtles give you salmonella poison her big thing was that like we can never get a turtle because you can get salmonella from them I don't know any yeah it is a fucking made up disease yeah it is for, that is the only information I needed to know I'm gonna get a turtle yeah get a fucking <laughs> yeah. turtle yeah treat yourself dude yeah also, just like those dots, those two dots are, I, the fact that I haven't known that is the only reason why I haven't officially said salmonella is a made-up disease. There's no such disease that you either get from touching a turtle or eating raw cookie dough. <laughs> that's, that's made up. That's made up. That's like saying... <laughs> how would that, how would be the no, same? There's no, that's make, it's like saying like, yeah, you get electrocuted either by, you know, like touching a fence or, you know, not chewing before you swallow right. pretzels. Like, I'm going to call her and be like, yeah, what the fuck? Her. Was Shit. this a lie? That was a, yeah, dude, that was your dog being taken to the farm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, I mean, that is, that is my point. One, I, it's made up. I don't believe it. Yeah. Equal eye outbreaks, as I've said before, is the greatest excuse that has ever been invented in mankind to not eat salad for a month. Like, right. seriously, if E. coli outbreak, I'm like, oh, bummer. I would. I, w- I would love to buy the salad, but... I can't. I can't e. because E. coli is a very dangerous thing. Also, small point is that I just am way too lazy to go back. There's so much effort to go to the grocery store. Yeah. And we live two blocks away from it. It's like, you got to get up. You got to get your list together. You can't be hungry. That place but isn't fun either. You though. can't be hungry when you yeah. go shopping. That's a whole new added effort to it of, like, if I want to buy healthy food, I got to make sure I eat before I go. And I'm not going to go and, like, look at a date and exchange all this stuff. Like, that's just not the way it's not the way it's going to play. I totally agree with that. I also sort of, though, I do fantasize a little bit about getting salmonella and then, like, suing wherever I, like, have been eating salads for the week. Sure, just get a cold and sue. Yeah, that's what if, I got, very what if I got a yeah, huge yeah. settlement? That'd yeah. be awesome. Oh, sure, for a minute I want to stop working more than anything. But moving on. <laughs> well, I mean, it just goes to show is that, I mean, salmonella might be made up. Or we just like to live dangerously. Danger. It's the theme. Also, salmonella, not dangerous. Equally, very dangerous. I think so many should, themes. Yeah, I mean, speaking of danger, the next one is one that we predicted. One that we predicted and that we, I think, is the most dangerous thing of all time and in the most dangerous state of all time. Easily the most dangerous in state. In Florida, pythons uh, are breeding so fast that scientists are sending a, a male python with a tracker on it to different just dens. Just fuck. And just a fuck. And this one python is fucking so fast that, um, 
that the scientists show up to kill something I sympathize. Yeah, something with. something that I can tell you one or two things about. <laughs> yeah, fucking too fast. I think I know a little bit about that. Uh, the scientists show up to the dens and they, they kill all the snakes that are there. Like this is the most evil plan of all time. This sounds like the, like an Indiana Jones movie, a little yeah, bit or something like that. Yeah, but the snakes are breeding too fast. That even doing that, even doing the most evil like eugenics program for snakes. Yeah. It's not, they're growing too fast. They're like still the python growing too population fast. is out of control. And let me be clear, we talked about this months ago. Yeah. As soon as some motherfucker was shooting iguanas with arrows in Florida, we were like, the we were like fighting back. We were like, you don't want to be on the wrong side of a, of a lizard vengeance tour or reptile vengeance tour. And this is why. Because now Florida is full of giant pythons, dinosaurs, basically. Right. And. The only thing that is stopping Florida from being dead to me is Miami. Miami. The city of Miami. Save Miami Save at Miami. all costs. Yeah. I and mean, that means, like, I'm an environmentalist because of Miami. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Like, it's a fr- it's so devastating that that's going to be the first place to go. Florida lives and dies by Miami. Yeah. Like Miami once- is the lifeblood of the country, I it would is. say. It is. It's an amazing it's place. It's the most amazing place. We love Miami. We've had entire episodes brought to us by Miami. It's a true sponsor, melting pot. The food is amazing. Great the vacation are place. Oh. You can party. Mm. You can relax. Oh. Oh. Beaches. Easy to get to. Weather's perfect. Right. Not great at supporting their club promoters, but we're working on but that. We're, working we're trying on the to get promoters. them to unionize. It's just yeah. tough. And as soon, I'll tell you this, as soon as Miami is underwater, uh, Florida, like I'll look at a map of the United States and I just won't be able to see, I'll be like colorblind to Florida. Yeah. I won't be able to see it anymore. You'll be like, someone will be talking about Florida. They'll be talking about the Jaguars. And I'll and be like, oh, well, where, wait, where's, where's that? No, Florida, is if, that a, if is they that a let promise? Miami go, it's like the danger is us. The danger for what we're gonna do to everyone. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it just is Florida's the most dangerous place in the world, and the danger to Florida is that it's gonna lose its best city yeah. by twenty forty eight. And Very then scary. I'm gonna go to Florida. I'm gonna have words with Marco Rubio. Where's Florida? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Moving forward, there's this guy out there who just can't stop being attacked by animals. Yeah, man, it's like Sam Golden really had his finger on the pulse of, of a great theme this he week. He did. Because there's a guy out here... Sam Golden always has his finger on the pulse, is, for the record. Right, and he's going to be a great um, mental mental health guy. He is. Mental he health always, doctor. Yeah, he's a great... What he's, a great guy, What a great guy. Just shout, shout out to Sam. our great listener. We fucking love that. We love, we I love, love him. Sam. I love him. I love him. Yeah, we love him. We love him. We love him. We love him. We, we, we love him. him. Anyway, there's this guy who just got put in the news because he got attacked by a shark... He was out surfing and basically got dragged under by his leg by oh, either stop. a tiger or a bull shark. So scary. Tiger and bull sharks, scariest sharks. Easily scary Easily sharks. Easily scary sharks. Easiest scary. Easily. There's no discussion there. Basically, it comes out in the news that basically this guy is from Colorado a year ago. Colorado. Colorado, bro. Colorado. He was camping in Colorado and was dragged out of his tent by a black bear. He was dragged out by his head. He woke up to his head being eaten by a black bear. Like, a black bear. Like he's, I, As far as I'm concerned, I don't think black bears, I don't think they're the most aggressive bear. No, they're like mostly berry eaters, I yes. think. Yeah, but not this guy who's trying to eat his, this guy's bear. Yeah. And just cr- he woke up to the sound of like a black bear drawing his no, head. No, 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 no. So he killed his black bear. <laughs> then it comes out that maybe two Wait, years... how do you escape the black bear? I think he found its eye and he was kind of like gouged it out. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, so and maybe that's where he learned... Maybe that's where he learned how to defeat the shark. Maybe. So this guy's got some animal attack experience. Add on top of that, the two years before the black bear, he was hiking with his family in Utah, got bitten by a rattlesnake. This guy has like a smell on him. <coughs> or something. Yes. I think this guy, there's a wanted poster somewhere in the animal kingdom with this guy's name on it. Yeah. And I don't know, this could be, there's a couple theories going on. One is that. Two is, he is the recipient of every, um, just of every 
animal vengeance thing we've covered. True. Up to this point. Like, it, it, he's the scapegoat. Right. You know, he gets every punishment. Reptiles. Boom. Bit by rattlesnake. Bear cubs left in Russian dumpster. True. Boom. Boom. Black bear. bear. Normally a pacifist bear. Normally say. a pacifist. No, the most peaceful of the bears. Most peaceful maybe. bear. Maybe. Sun bear, panda bear. Panda bear. Who knows? Who knows? Eh, don't quote us on that. Yeah. Shark attack. Shark dragged through behind motorboat. Yeah, the motorboat. Our first vengeance, animal vengeance story. True. Yeah, maybe this guy just has to bear the brunt of all of that. In yeah. which case, I'll feel a lot safer next time I go surfing. Yeah, exactly. Knowing that this guy's going to... Yeah, he's, guy he's, what's, uh, he's like the giver. Yeah. <laughs> he's the exactly. giver of uh, <clears throat> of all animal attacks. Which brings us to the point of, one, super dangerous. Very I, would, dangerous. I don't know how this guy goes outside at all anymore. Because your ratio for going outside in animal attacks is way too high. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One I mean, every... Like, I mean, this is at one every one and a half years or something. Have you ever been attacked by an animal? No. I got bit by a snake once. What? Yeah, water snake. You bleed a bunch. I was at, I went to nature camp though. I was like, asking, where? I was asking for it. Where was it? In Westchester. Fuck! You got how big was the snake? Not big, but like I went to catch it and grab me. Oh, you tried to catch it? Oh no! Oh, I'm wow. saying I was asking for it. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I, for I went sure. for it. Bro, and bees. Bees you. you. It should have killed you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't count bees as an animal attack. I mean, I would count swarm of bees as an animal attack. Cool. So that's the thing. Is my my broader point here is for a blog. Well, now it's kind of fucked because of you. But for a blog podcast Why, that, thank you. <laughs> that speaks so much about animal attacks, before I really thought we lacked any animal attack experience. Oh, yeah. Because I'm thinking, like, can't get... I'm not going to count an insect as attacking me. Agreed. And I'm thinking things that I, could, that I would be willing to have attack me so that I could speak honestly about it. And I was thinking, like, feral cat. Like a feral house cat, like an alley cat. Yeah. I'd be fine because I could kick, like, a puppy or dog I don't think I could I would really like to fight back against you just, you just like let it and it would ruin dogs you. for me true right. yeah I would let it kill Please, me no. I'd let it kill me yeah. but a feral cat I'd be fine kicking oh me too easily or like a, a raccoons are scary as fuck but like a raccoon raccoons are scary I actually I've almost blogged I've nearly blogged probably eight times the most blogs that I've thought about and ended up not writing have all been about Raccoons and the crazy shit that happened. Maybe you I'm just do, building like, you up. You should do like a big. I'll do a big yeah, wrap a big up of all, of all the because <laughs> raccoons are fucking terrifying. Yeah, I don't like. And them a all. lot of weird shit happens with raccoons. Like their yeah. brains are just more susceptible to crazy shit. Of like, no animal turns into a zombie more than a raccoon. Like you've read, <laughs> I've read the headline: zombie raccoons taking over small. It's true, like, and they're like they're upper real, New York like, town. They're the rabies. Like yeah, they love rabies. Ooh, I went on a deep dive of like watching videos of of raccoons with rabies. Scary because, man. Yeah, they can really yeah, fuck this, you up. This is what the blog has done. I do this all for you, you fuckers. Yeah, um, I have no scary. excuse. For seeing that kind of content, but I see it anyway. It's very scary. Very scary. Um, there's a lot of danger out there. And a lot of danger. And maybe we could hire this guy to be our animal danger guy because he's got the experience for it. Yeah. So if you guys know this guy's name, have him hit us up. Speaking of dangerous animals. Speaking of dangerous animals. Roger Stone. Roger Stone, the most dangerous animal. So the tricky thing with this is you've got to take this with a grain of salt, but also not. Like, no one is arguing that Roger Stone is, is vying for any nice guy of the year award. But no. Roger Stone was in the news... Most recently because Barbara Bush died last Tuesday, I think. Yeah, it was very recently. And last Tuesday, immediately after her death, I think upon learning of her death, Roger Stone basically unleashed a roast of epic proportions. He lit into her. Like, I had no idea how much... I know, like, Barbara Bush, you love her, you hate her. Like, you can... Long... We can, that's a whole, ep, like, miniseries of podcasts there. But... Roger Stone. That we're actually maybe, producing. Coming out with next yeah, month. Barbara Bush. <laughs> the mini series. Provocateur. Yeah. <laughs> From two guys, you know, pretty much nothing, nothing about, about Barbara. Barbara Bush. Could have Wikipedia or did it. Didn't live through it. Didn't, yeah. House. It didn't really like 
her dying <laughs> is basically the biggest news I've heard about her. Anyway. I love the idea of that. <laughs> let me tell you what. Roger Stone fucking hated Barbara Bush. Yeah. Roger Stone said the meanest stuff about Barbara Bush that I think you could... I mean, and I basically don't make a living making a living off of saying mean things about people. And this is the some of the meanest stuff I've ever heard anyone say about someone. It's just ridiculous because, like, they announced that she was going to die, basically. They're, yes. like, they're taking her off life right. support. She's going to enjoy her final days. And he waited. Yeah. And he was like, I'm going to wait for her to die and I'm going to fuck with her. Well, that's the thing. is I think that... Say when she's alive. What's the difference? Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, it's, it's the thing is that it's so hard to imagine either. Like, the fact that I'm trying to imagine the reacting to the news of someone being taken off life support with like, yeah, good, can't wait till they're dead. She's a fucking alky. She's a fu- yeah, right. <laughs> it was like not said it in hushed whispers, like yeah. said to a media source. Right. It's insane. But more booze for the rest of us. More <laughs> booze, right, yes. Was so drunk. He said it. she was so drunk for her entire life that if they cremate her, she'd burn for three days. That is a classic cremation joke. Yeah. Of just like joking about someone who just died about what will happen when you cremate their bodies. You don't talk about it. You just don't talk about it. There's an unspoken, no, there's just a spoken, respectful period of time where you have to wait, wait a few days. between someone dying and saying anything mean about them. That just is the way it is. Which I would agree with. That said, I think we both agree. His tweets were pretty funny. Or his jokes were pretty funny. His jokes were super effective. Yeah. I'm trying to think of just... He, Roger Stone strikes me as the most... most oh, God, there's a lisp in there. There's a lisp in there, Oh, yeah. God. Hey, well, I'm trying to... I just, it's what I'm running I had from. a voice crack, you had a lisp. Whatever. We're both Even. never, never going to get both past never, <laughs> We're never going to get married. Anyway, <laughs> Roger Stone has the thinnest skin of anyone alive. They basically... Basically, his justification for saying this stuff is, oh, she said worse stuff about me. It's like... Yeah, Bro, but she's you, dead now. She, yeah, she won, she's dead. Like, you won. You yeah. lived longer than her. Yeah. Congrats. You won the life battle. Like, doesn't matter whatever she said. She's in the fucking she's dirt. She's dead. And you're not. And also, you're a politician. Everyone is, someone is always going to fucking hate your guts. Yeah. It just couldn't believe you grow it. Grow up. You're dealing so with the bushes. They're you, a dynasty. Yeah, they're a dynasty. And they, they kind of suck like, yeah. a lot of time. It just is, they're not the people to get worked up over. Oh, it's so funny. So, yeah, I guess the question is how long you were talking about, you know, how long... You have to wait as opposed to how funny something is. Yeah. I think it depends. This is the one, and the fact that I'm saying this, me, like, shows you how, how, egregious. Abs- how egregious it is. Yeah. It depends on how mean it is. Right. This is mean. This, this is was fucking like, mean. This was like, let's take an unspoken secret about, like, the former first lady. Yeah. Not even on, not even secret. Like, maybe everyone knew. I don't know. We know nothing about Barbara yeah, Bush. Yeah, yeah. Like, refuse to Wikipedia or research at all. It wasn't, and it's not, the other part of that is, like, there's a professor in California who came out being like yeah. she was racist right. and, and like you know raised someone who you know supported war crimes, which like there's substance to that at totally. least right. Like say what you will about whether she should said it or not. Right. Like at least it was like a criticism. Yes. This is just like a dig. This is just like you're airing someone's dirty laundry. Yeah. This is not like. I totally get going at someone's, like, what someone has stood for. Right. Even if you're a fucking hypocrite like Roger fucking Stone. Exactly. But still, it's it's a, it's absurd. And uh, it just goes to show, if you're a politician, it's dangerous because as soon as you die, people are going to start kicking your fucking dead. Like, yeah. And, and the, it's also, he pulls the fucking, I totally forgot about this. He does the, with all due respect, fucking with thing where respect. he just, where he just goes, he just goes, uh, like, Barbara Bush was insult A, insult B, insult C rest in peace 
And just yeah. like she can't rest in peace, Roger, because yeah. you're curb stomping her dead body with oh, Tim's. So fucking like funny. you're just smashing your teeth into the curb of this poor old dead woman. I mean, that's the danger. You die. At, you die you, out. You did. People yeah, are going to be talking shit behind your the back. Shit out of you. Yeah. yeah. Terrifying. Next, moving I mean, on. Moving on to another dangerous. Yeah, we've got a lot situation. of a lot of rant worthy topics this week. Yeah, we've been on one. Right yeah. Now. Um, I mean, you wrote this one. You should say it, but. A woman got in trouble on an airplane. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love talking about air travel. Keegan, give us the lowdown. Basically, this has been all over the news recently. A woman flew Delta from uh, Paris to, I think, Minnesota, and Somewhere then was like catching that. a connecting flight to Colorado. Right. Bizarre that you can't go from... Colorado. That you can go from... Yeah, this this is just, the distances make no sense. <laughs> we can't even, we can't even get on that. Yeah. Makes no sense. Either way. But basically, got an apple from her in-flight snack on the Delta, on the first flight. Which, like, that's nice. Yeah. I've never gotten I mean, an apple. I will, yeah, I'm going to hold, I don't know if I, how much I trust fresh fruit. Agree. Or any fruit. <laughs> At least they tried. I mean, they did try. <laughs> yeah. Give points for effort. But basically, she saved the apple from the first flight, put it in a bag, tried to get on her second flight and got busted by customs for having a fucking apple and was fined five hundred dollars. And like that sucks. Yeah, it sucks. And I feel for her. Like no one wants to lose five hundred dollars on a day where you fly. Likely very bad apple. <laughs> right. Yeah. Likely a very bad apple. And but the thing here is, and it's an unpopular opinion, but I'll say it, if you are a person who if you're a snack hoarder, and what qualifies you as snack as a snack hoarder is doesn't matter the quantity, it can be one to a hundred, if you take food off of a any manner of public transport or transport yeah. that's meant for that transport, if you take it with you after the transport, there are a few exceptions to this, but that makes you a snack order. Yeah, I would agree. Like, those those snacks are there are for the transport only, and if you're a snack order, you deserve to get fined $500. I also just, like, there are really two types of people that I've seen in my yeah. market research on flying an airplane. Sure. And there's people like me you. and you, the normal people in my opinion, who always accept the snack and always eat it immediately. Us, we're th- us. us, we're the we're the normal. We're the normal. You guys are weird. We're them. not weird. Them, however, them. Well, and then the other section of us is like those who are like, I'm just gonna go to sleep and don't give me the snack. Right. Or I, either don't take it or you eat it immediately right, because right. you have no self control and you're on a plane and you're freaking out. Totally. And you're sometimes I won't. If it's a shorter flight, I won't drink anything because I'm like, I just want to go into the bathroom. Right. I'd rather I be dehydrated. So I'm just gonna sleep. I'd rather die. I'd right. rather die than, than go to the bathroom on this flight. Or I'm gonna eat this immediately because I'm on a plane and like right. my body is out of control because I'm at 45,000 feet. Yeah. And I gotta have food. And totally. These, these peanuts are salty. Right. It's it's food that is only. Well, what you're saying is there's no third category. There's no third category. There's no someone who's like, I love these peanuts so much. Yeah. I'm gonna put them in my bag. Yeah. Later. Fuck that. It just doesn't exist. There's no spin where you can be like, well, there's this advantage of. There's going to be food on your other fucking flight. Yeah, or anywhere you're going. Or just have some fuck. There's a sense, there's decorum. Have a sense of decency. Like, yeah. this food, airplane food is meant for airplanes only. It is literally only acceptable in a prison cell, in a pressurized prison cell at 30,000 feet. Like, it is to the airplane passenger as, like, the maggoty bread slash shoe is to the, the marooned sailor. Like, you're eating it out of necessity. Of, like, hey... That's here. If I'm eating this, I'm ignoring the circumstances I'm in. We're not talking about first class. Yeah. Like, that food would be acceptable nowhere else in the world. Right. Every item of food you get on the plane tastes worse than it would not on the plane. I agree. As someone who even, like, enjoys airplane food, yes. there's never an opportunity you. when 
if someone offered me something else, I wouldn't take it. Yeah. So why would I ever take it with me? Right. It just doesn't make any sense. She deserves it. She deserves it. And the danger is, you tell him, Keeks. What's the danger? The danger is, it, well, the danger of taking food off a plane is you're, you should have to pay a million dollars. Yeah. And the danger of flying planes is you just have to be, I don't know, you just have to be, a, you yeah. either eat the food or don't, just don't take it with you. I actually, this is a kind of a tangent, but I heard a funny story from my boss who's been flying back and forth from Australia, who was bringing back like a huge bag of of uh, kangaroo jerky for the Ooh, office wow. to like have a crazy snack. Yeah. Like a big, like couple pound yeah. bag. Yeah. And the customs lady's like, so you're going to eat that all on the plane? And what you have to do is lie and say, yes, like, I'm yeah. going to eat three pounds of kangaroo jerky on the plane. <laughs> but my boss didn't know the rule. So she was like, no, this is ridiculous. And they were like, sorry, yoink, ours. Wow. So we got nothing. My favorite story of the week. Favorite story of the week. David Copperfield is being sued because one of his, one of the audience members he used in a trick was injured in the trick. And long story short, they're, in order to protect his innocence, David Copperfield has to reveal... The, he had to reveal how the trick was done. And it basically was his trick where he takes the audience member and puts them on stage and then suddenly they appear at the back of the room. Right. And the secret to the trick was just, there's a tunnel and you just sprint through it. <laughs> and get to the and other the person side. got hurt, And right? the person tripped and like fell into a dark pit of construction equipment and like apparently suffered brain damage. So I don't, like, the whole thing is fucking ridiculous. But, but, it's a bummer. It's a huge bummer, and it, I'll tell you what, David Copperfield revealed this fucking trick, and he's an idiot and a coward, and like a real magician, he should have kept it secret and gone to prison. Like, yeah. this is such a missed opportunity on his part, because to start, everyone fucking knows. A magician never reveals his trick. Yeah. It is sacred. You have the opportunity to catch greatness. Houdini. Right. You're a fucking... He died doing the trick. You're a fake wizard. Yeah. You're a pretend wizard. And people can't figure it out. Like, even people are like, oh, there's a way to do it. Like, you're still kind of wowed. Yeah. When you watch, like, an old sure. David Blaine Sure. I mean, a great, great stage presence. Yeah. Whatever. You could be the guy who went to prison for his trick. Like, right. the guy who went to prison to protect the secrecy of his, of his trick. Love you... It. No one... Like, that is such devotion. That's, that earns you such respect... You would be in history. He blew it. Like, David David Copperfield, like, no one's going to fucking remember you now because you copped out right. and you revealed the secret to your trip that, honestly, makes it seem pretty fucking lame. Yeah. Now I'm like, I should, should I be a magician? All I have to do is build a tunnel underneath, like, the passageways underneath these state. It makes sense. Yeah. Like, it, sure, I'm sure that's how it works. You got to have guys in black t-shirts moving shit around all the time. <laughs> like, where are they supposed to, where are they supposed to move through? And if you ask me what the danger is here, it's not committing to something you love. Mm, wow. You know? Listen firm, to that. That's a firm that's handshake. A firm handshake. <laughs> that's a firm handshake. That's my. Yeah. That's my spin you don't, on that. You, you got to go all if in. He was committed to this, especially with something like fucking magic. Yeah, you got to go to jail. You gotta, for if you're a magic man, you got to go to. Yeah, you got to go to prison. Yeah, you got to claim pres- on your deathbed that you are magic. Yes. It wasn't that you were doing magic tricks. Yes. You're magic. His best defense in court would have been to go in and say he didn't get hurt, like it was magic. Or do it again, and then you appear on the other side of the yeah. courtroom and run away, escape. Boom! I'm magic. There you go. Man. Wow. This is a big one right here. Yeah, so, we, we have just been... <laughs> power-packed stories. <laughs> the veteran... A veteran returned... No, so actually, he returned home, for you, home a few years ago, but basically, we, we've seen the first successful dick and scrotum transplant... Huge. ...of all... Uh, ever. The first successful one. It's insane. I watched the video on it. It's a lot different than I expected. No balls. They really lift up a whole... It's true, scrotum, but no balls because you can't have you can't have, you have the, the kids, the, right? Right. Which I mean, I never even thought about. I wouldn't. Have and been. this is like 
you're basically taking one person's torso and sewing it onto yours. It's insane. It's a big... It's like the whole abdomen. It's, yes. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Um, which I really would have liked if they'd marketed it as like the first belly button transplant. And right. then it was also like, but also you get their dick also and scrotum. Also dick and balls. Yeah. Dick and, right, dick right. and ball you can't get the You can't get only the belly button. <laughs> you, get, you gotta get the whole package. Yeah. Anyway. Inspiring stuff. Ins- okay, so that's the thing. This is super inspiring. We're kind of going to get into our conspiracy. We're going to work into the sections here, the conspiracy theory yeah, of the week. Let's just get right because into it. Because let's just, Nick had a great find. He, we were texting about the story and he asked me, he said, what do you think about this? And I said, I'm wondering if I should get a dick transplant, which I think everyone who reads the story thinks. Right. They're like, oh, okay. Cool, I'll trade up. Right, I wouldn't be able to have kids and I right. could get a better, a better dick or yeah. a different dick. Just yeah, a different just dick. Try I've, been, it out. I've been looking at the same dick for, for 26 years. Like, maybe I'd want a change. Yeah, what if it feels different having a different dick? Right, know? what like, if it feels different? Right. 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 What if I want, like, a... What if I want to... I don't know. What if I want to be the guy in the locker room who's just, like, letting it all hang out and really just... I mean, I always let it all Or what if I want, out. like, a crooked one? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. what if I just want, like, a zigzag one? Nice, subtle implication that your, your penis is very straight. Yeah, it's a humble brag. Yeah. So, ladies. <laughs> If you're looking for an extraordinarily straight It's like a ruler. It's like, <laughs> like a, a ruler. ruler. It's a All ruler. the time. Do north. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It works like a compass. Everyone would think that. Everyone, uh, there's no argument about it. Everyone, that thought crossed everyone's mind when they first heard this story. And Nick had a great point, which is, and I'm totally on board with it now, dick transplants are super dangerous. Not just because it's an invasive operation and involves a lot of arteries, but, but also... Do we want to live in a world where there are dick transplants? It's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope because... The haves and the have-nots. The haves and the have-nots. As we know, especially in the country we live in, medical care is a industry of privilege. And a dick transplant falls under medical care. Yeah. Do you really want the rich people able to, to fucking transplant all the big dicks out right. of their bodies? It's The best thing to say is when you see a really fancy car and like a douchebag driving, it's like, oh, oh he's overcompensating. He's, he's got a small dick. Yeah. The entire balance of not only the world or society, but of the fucking force is thrown off when suddenly sure. the guy in the Lamborghini with the super hot wife yeah. and the trust fund for his great, great, great grandchildren has a monster dick. Penis size is the veil of ignorance. It is. You know, it's the like, you can get, you don't know what you're going to get, well, and so it's you, also, would, you wouldn't choose. It's, and it's the great equalizer. Right. It's the greatest equalizer of like, doesn't matter where you're born, doesn't matter who your parents are, doesn't matter if your grandfather is a clerk. You might have or, a great dick. Or owned a factory. Like, you could have a great dick or a tiny dick. Yeah. It's a great... It is what and makes us great. human. They're all great. Yes. But, but, you know, it's nice when you see a good story and, and it guys... It's nice when you see, like, ah, guys right. a great dick. It just brings us... The fact that we have to stick with the dicks we are given right. is what makes us human. And it's, it's what makes us 100%. vulnerable. 100%. Yes. It, it is what makes us human. Yeah. And, you know, we had to write a bunch of papers about that in middle school. Like, what it means to be human. And I wish I, I had the knowledge I had now because what it means to be human is you can't choose what dick you get. Right. That is what it is. And... I mean, basically, what we're dealing with here is, like, I don't want to live in a world where a rich guy feels uncomfortable in a locker room. Or where he doesn't feel where uncomfortable he doesn't, in a yeah, locker room. Yeah, exactly. Room. Everyone I, should feel uncomfortable Everyone should feel uncomfortable in a locker room. No one should be no, able to no. willingly get out of that situation. You shouldn't be able to buy dicks. Too much power. You just power. shouldn't be able to. And so here's a conspiracy theory is, I'm thinking, like, we could be dealing, and it could already be in action, is the rich people are going to start killing off poor people to take their dicks. And they're going to start oh. slapping on poor, small dicks onto poor people. Yeah, so it'd be a good, like, um, what's that movie Tom Cruise is in where he's, like, the shadow recruit? Oh, uh, you mean, uh, you mean, uh, uh, John, Jack Ryan, Jack shadow Ryan. recruit? Jack Ryan, now it's John Cruise. Jack Ryan, shadow recruit. I can see this the being... The name of the movie, yeah. Jack Ryan, Jack shadow Ryan. recruit. What are those 
those movies where he's the Jack Ryan shadow recruit? Oh, it's Jack Ryan shadow. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good plot for one of them. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, it's it, if you think about it, it's working out perfectly because how do you start something like that? You start it out with something that's a really feel good story right. that doesn't benefit the rich. It's like wow. Who would hate? Who would dare speak poorly of Shit a dick transplant veteran. that helped this veteran? Right. Which it's a great cause, but it's also a great cover up for what could be yeah. a world altering like classic Marvel movie like yeah. potential conspiracy, which could be real at this danger. point. Danger, 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 danger. Speaking of danger, who's having a bad week of the week? Which is our new segment. It's my boy, and it's your boy. It's Russell Westbrook, and Russell Westbrook basically got taunted by Mitt Romney, and he's is. Is he's never going to dunk again? His career's over. Yeah, I mean, for all of his pure athleticism, he got shit on by Mr. White Bread. You're, it's over. Yeah, I mean, it's and not the, cra- good. the crazy thing is that we like some people thought it would be his knees. Yeah. Some people thought like he couldn't keep up this level. Some people thought like no, he'd get he ostr- slowed down. Like his he'd get ostracized by his team, or OKC would get tired of him, or yep. he'd, he'd crack under the pressure. And instead, it was Mitt Romney holding up four fingers and just saying, "That's four. four. That's four. That's four. Which is like the biggest the- like. I'm proving that I'm following along. Oh my, it's the biggest bandwagon trash talk, yeah. which is my pet peeve. I'm like, oh, of I know all what's time. happening. Of all time. Yeah, it's just like, oh great, you're stating a fact. Right. There's no originality. Yeah. And it's Mitt Romney. Of just like, you can't get bodied by Mitt Romney and ever have a future in the league. No. It's not, he's not having a bad week. I hate to say it, I he's love Russ. U- yeah, it's, it's like, sucks he's losing the Utah Jazz, but whatever, that happens. Right. If any, if it was anyone but Russ, I'm like, I, I could see him coming back. That guy just, his shoulder is only chip. That's true. But he's it's also, angry at but everyone. also, Russell Westbrook is. Like prides himself on being the coolest guy in the league. True, he does love. I kind of like his fashion sense. Yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah, I think I think if you were to ask me but who he's the coolest body. person in the league is, you I would say Russell Westbrook because he is so the fact he doesn't care about anything and it shows in his fashion, which is somehow also cool, yeah. makes him cool. Totally. But the fact that you're getting shit on by Mitt Romney, not cool. you're over. Agreed. <laughs> like, you're over. So and also it kind of I have this new idea that I think they should start doing for sports is like if you're a professional sports player sports ball guy, you've got to be able to choose, especially in NBA where the season's long, Yeah, you got to start ranking teams not by, who, like, importance of beating that team, but by their most obnoxious supporters. C- celebrity supporter, right. Right, like Drake for the Raptors, you right. know, like, like Bill Murray really for the Cubs, up. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, because I'd be fine for, for the yeah. Knicks. So, yeah, yeah so I we talked brief, yeah. basically very briefly about who our nightmare person to talk shit to us mind. was. Ooh, you change, what's yours? It's Jesse Eisenberg. Wow, Jesse Eisenberg talking shit about you would be bad. He's that's just, kind of the, he's kind of everything that's encapsulated. I just hate his face and like yeah. the idea that he would be courtside like legs crossed talking shit about me drives me insane. Yeah, Mark That's, Zuckerberg or Mark Zuckerberg would be bad pretty, too. pretty bad. Oh man, basically it's like white nerds. Yeah, white nerds. That's oh, I mean that's that, that is that is our other thing was what's his name Spiegel Spiegel the Snapchat Evan guy. Spiegel or yeah. the, the he's blog. not even a nerd though. that's his issue yeah he's a fucking well, he's a... Yeah, I don't want to get into it, because yeah, we, we're right. already over we're time. We're so over, but it's... Evan Spiegel is the most Spiegel. hated... Evan Spiegelman is the most hated person. Hate he's the CEO guy. of Snapchat. We talked about him. We ranted about him in our first episode ever of Which this we podcast. we assume you listened to. We assume you've listened to at this point. It was it's very different. But we don't talk about him at all. But that fucking guy talking shit about you from the stands, I mean... Call it a career. Yeah, I think for him too, because it's like under the assumption that like he'd be better than you, because like he was in his frat's basketball league and like scored a couple points off the bench. Oh, and, you like, know who else? It would be fucking uh, Shkreli. Oh, Shkreli too. Also, he's just like white guy. Although he like, talks shit about everyone, so right. I think in honestly, the Evan Spiegel thing would maybe be if I listen to that. I mean, maybe it'd be motivation because I'd be like, honestly, that guy's got a ton of money, right? And 
all of that makes me want to do is play better so I can, like, be a famous athlete. True. So cooler than him and then steal his girlfriend. I think the other side of it is, like, <coughs> someone you truly respect and love. Like, if Stephen Colbert was, like, mm. trash-talking me yeah. as I, yeah. you know, drove the lane. <clears throat> yeah. Me for, I'd be if, super bummed. Yeah, for me it'd be, like, like, Jason, Jason Segel. Yeah. Of, like, a guy I think is super funny and, like, kind of dumpy. And, and like, likable. I really likable. I really want him to like me. Yeah. I really want him to like me a lot. Right, exactly. Like, any, any of those I want guys. Him to like, Seth, like, Seth Rogen would be a big bummer, too. Just right. Like, fuck. Oh, man, I didn't think you were shitty. So, yeah. Yeah, rational and fear. And you hate me. Rational fear would just be Mitt Romney calls me a pussy in front of the entire nation. Yeah, I mean. Or it starts I, I roasting agree. me after I die. Right. That'd yeah, be a huge it'd be bummer. equally bad. Yeah, if someone starts roasting me after I die, I assume that you will start a blood feud. Obviously, I'm starting a blood okay, feud. Great. I'm going to start so many blood feuds vice, after you die. Vice versa. Uh, butterfly effect of the week. Uh, this one's easy. This one's easy. Uh, it's super cool now, but people are going to start thinking that magic is lame. It's a danger. It's like, a fear. It's a butterfly effect. Where is the role model now? Yeah. The role model's dead. Like, it's true. Seriously, that whatever the fuck David Blaine is a douchebag. Yeah, Chris Angel, mind freak. Yeah, mind freak. He's like gone. that dude sucks. And David Copperfield just fucking copped out. It'd be cool if someone like takes up that throne, the like cool magician. Throne. Good luck. Good luck when all the kids, uh, you know, we talk about how all the the those good soccer players in the U.S. play basketball. All the cool magicians who could have been all the little Einstein magician kids right. think magic fucking sucks. Boom. It's time for a thematic movie of the week. It's uh, <sighs> God. I mean, it's just wish that. We'd thought about this earlier. It's 47 meters down! The most dangerous. It is a movie yeah, about danger. danger. Sharks, are, sharks are equivalent to danger. Danger from the first moment to the last moment. Yep. Danger of being too boring so your boyfriend breaks up with you. Boring. Uh, danger of listening to your sister. Boring yep. of going to Mexico. Yep. Boring. Uh, sorry. <laughs> boring. Danger of getting boring. on the boat. <laughs> danger. It's boring, boring when you go to Mexico. <laughs> boring when you go on the shark. Getting in the water. Keegan, that's not the theme. <laughs> Very dangerous. Yeah. Very dangerous. Hey, you know what time it is? What time is it? It's room tone. I'm a little sick. Well, God, well, you spoke after we did so now the room tone's over. It's, it's a great sound in here. We're really happy. Wow, we went a little bit over today, but you know what? We took last week off, so basically if you average out... Double we're at about, episode. We're about 38 minutes right now, so if you divide that by two, that's 19 minutes, which is far shorter than our average episode. Yep. So honestly, we're doing you a fucking favor, and... We just had a blast today. Yeah, this a lot was of great well, I think maybe our best episode ever. This is a return to form. It's Sam's, a return to shout form. Out Sam Golden, shout, shout out to Sam Brent Golden, shout out to everyone. And Nick, this is his podcast. Are you happy now? Are you happy now? Nope. Are you? No. Play us out, Keeks. It's our 21st episode. Thanks for coming on this ride with us. It's our 21st episode. Thanks for coming on this ride with us. It's our 21st episode. Thanks for coming on this ride with us. Our 21st episode. Thanks for coming on this ride with us. It's our 21st episode. Nick, play the drums. Just play your drums. with us. It's our 21st episode. Thanks for coming on this ride with us. I can do it. I can do us. it. Oh, it's the 21st episode. Thanks for coming on this ride with us. Nick, you're not singing. You're not, you're not playing it right. 21st episode! Thanks for coming! Nick, come! Drums!
See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>